I'm just gonna start recording. Okay, now it's I am fun. totally recording. All right, I'm recording. Uh, Who knows what will happen uh, in our little discussion? So, real quick before we get Outtakes, started, sorry. I'm pretty sure our podcast is called "I Did a Thing." Yes. All right, I'm recording. Welcome to I Did a Thing, a podcast about unremarkable people doing remarkable things. I'm Sarah Benson. I'm Bertie. And I'm Sven Sears. This week we're talking about roadblocks, those things that are most likely to derail us and how to avoid them. So, anything happened to y'all this week? Roadblock-ish? This week for me, I guess if you want to call it roadblock, was that it it was special lady time of the month for me. <laughs> and so I like I when I have my period, I have a tendency to get super tired, mm-hmm. um, which makes it hard to work out. And then I also want to like get sh- super strong cravings for sugar. Mm. So that's an awesome combination when you're trying <laughs> to be healthier. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it does not contribute to to being healthier and working out. So, what do you I, do that, when those cravings just, hit? Uh, well, this week uh, yeah. <laughs> I just gave in. <laughs> um, you just gave in. <laughs> yeah, but um, fair enough. Wh- one of the things that I've done in the past that um, that has been at least better is um, rather than eating crap for dessert or whatever is um to eat a bunch of fruit so Mm -hmm. like you get that like when i did whole 30 i discovered like one of my favorite healthy desserts is just like a banana and you know if i have any frozen fruit some frozen fruit and then like some almond butter drizzled on it Mm -hmm. um could really hit that sweet tooth spot but i mean all of those are relatively healthy things um, so I need to get back into eating that kind of dessert. I can give you a pro tip with that. Um, if you freeze the banana and then put all of that into a blender or a food processor and whip it up, it kind mm-hmm. of sort of is like ice cream. Let me be clear. It is not ice cream. It does not. <laughs> it is, in Weight Watchers, they will tell you it's just like the, the, it's just like the real thing. It isn't. It's frozen whipped banana, but it's still good. It still tastes yeah. good. Oh, yeah. It's still cold yeah. and sweet. It's not yeah. ice cream, but it's fine. <laughs> it's like zoodles. They're not pasta, but they're still good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what I love doing um, with that kind of, in, in, in the same realm, because ice cream is a huge thing for me. I love mm-hmm. ice cream. I can eat ice cream for days. Um, so a big thing for me is um, I'll get like frozen fruit and um, then I'll get some uh, Greek yogurt mm. and then I'll put the Greek yogurt on the fruit while it's still frozen and then it kind of mm-hmm. freezes the yogurt and kind of turns yeah. it into ice cream-ish. That's so good. The other thing that has been good for me if you do just want, you really just want ice cream is um, to buy like Klondike bars or something like that, where it's like a, a pre-packaged set portion. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to sit down and, oops, I accidentally just ate like the whole pint of Ben and Jerry's like 800 calories later. Mm-hmm. Like a Klondike bar, it is, 
for dessert, not too, too bad. Um, and it's, it's much easier to stop and feel satisfied with eating a whole Klondike bar or a whole, you know, kind of the ice, like Dove style ice cream bars or popsicle, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, or if you're like but, me and can't be trusted with a box of those things in the house. Um, I, I made a rule for myself if I was going to get ice cream. I had to go to the, like, to the ice cream place, Dairy Queen right. or um, ice cream shop or whatever, and get my, a cone there right. rather than bringing the entire box into my house, <laughs> which can be problematic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes sense. What about you guys? Did you have any roadblocks? this week um actually i have had a fairly stressful week but i've learned that i am not a stress eater like i thought i was i got i didn't eat very much so that was maybe a roadblock for me in a in a weird way um i had to force myself to eat good things and then of course the things i wanted to eat were like donuts and ice cream and beer and bad stuff so then (laughs) (laughs) so then uh trying to remind myself if I'm actually hungry or if I'm not hungry, I should put good things into my body, not terrible, crappy things that are treats. Makes sense. That aren't food, not real food, at least. Right. And like we're talking like the, like fast food and things like that, right? Um, yeah, like donuts were the big one because it was donut day on National Donut Day on Friday. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Very yeah. tempting to go to the donut shop. You know, I actually had no idea it was donut day that day, and everybody had donuts, and I was wondering why. <laughs> but I didn't have any, so that's a good thing. Great. The um, no fast food challenge has been helping me out too, because yeah. there's been a few times in the last week where I've I've been hungry and out and about, and it would be much easier to go through the drive-through, but I've forced myself to go home and make something at home good for you sarah yeah that's awesome that is fantastic well sven did you say your roadblock for the week did you have a roadblock i did (laughs) um so my uh i'm just gonna be real about it um fast food challenge has not been working out for me this week um (laughs) And only because I am terrible at buying food. I just don't do it generally. Um, and then to compound issues, I haven't had my daughter this week. So, uh, you know, I don't really need to get food. You know, if she's not here, I just kind of go out and get food myself. Um, but yeah, I've been eating out like crazy. It's been terrible. Um, we are not sponsored by anyone at this point. But I have to say that um, Blue Apron and, and the other, like, I've tried actually a bunch of the different like food delivery uh, services um that could be super helpful because then you know obviously it comes to your house and you have the food there ready to go and the other problem that i lots of times have with dinner is like everyone's hungry and ready to eat but nobody's willing to make a decision about what to eat (laughs) and so having like the three meals or however many meals that you get um like helps to eliminate that it's like okay we have three options here (laughs) choose one of the ones that is available right that Um, makes a lot of sense actually i like that Uh, um, i like that a lot it's like biggest issue and I know, Sven, you were talking about your smaller town and not having as many options. So maybe that is 
a strategy for um, a more robust palette and uh, various options that you might not get very often. Well, and, and you know, um, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, man, I just don't like going out. I just don't like getting food and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I'm just lazy or anxiety or whatever, um, which I'm sure it has a little bit to do with it. But um, I was doing, I was reading something the other day. It was a headline and basically I think, oh, uh, some fast food, uh, or not fast food, but like some restaurant chains are, are kind of uh, not doing so well financially. And it's mm. because, and, and, and they blame the millennials because that's just what you do nowadays. Right, right. Um, but they're saying that the, the, uh, the millennials, you know, people, you know, uh, 30 and under or so are not as interested as the other generations in going out and eating anymore. Um, mm. You know, they don't like to sit down and, and do that kind of stuff. They, you know, they they cited actually Blue Apron was actually one of their biggest things that they were talking about. Um, you know, you know, we just there's there's the availability of being able to get food, you know, uh, cheaper, you know, or better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, delivered to you. So I was I was actually I was actually considering that, you know, and I don't know how well I could do. Um, but if I did just that mm -hmm. and not actually went grocery shopping i wonder what that would do yeah i mean because i've done it as a single per used it as a single person too and so then i i was just basically keep the second portion as leftovers and eat them the next day um so then it also makes it a little bit more economical um than it it would be otherwise because you can stretch out wit it's supposed to be three meals worth into six meals worth. So you, you practically have the whole week out of just uh, what comes from Blue Apron. So yeah, I might I mean, give that a try. I might actually give that a try at least, you know, or at least, you know, do their free offer. If they still have right. it. There's a promo code somewhere out there for you. Hey, <laughs> I'm sure there is. I'll, uh, you know, I'll give it a shot. I'll, uh, I'll go on their website today or something today or tomorrow check it out see what i can do and then uh i'll report it back in i, I, I still need to go to burger king and order a veggie burger too and see if they actually do that i'm curious i want to try it cool so are we ready to go to the thing i did yeah the thing yeah I did. thing i did go This week I did a thing this week I did yard work this week I hate yard work <laughs> um, me too so I hate mowing the yard I hate being mad at my husband when he doesn't mow the yard and so we agreed that we're gonna pay somebody to do it for us but mm -hmm. we ended up paying my friend to do it so then I felt guilty while she was out there mowing the yard so I ended up doing yard work with her <laughs> <laughs> and Fair now <laughs> and now our yard was like halfway done so the problem with doing yard work is that if you care about it it's never done if you don't care about it it's whatever but right if you yeah. care about it there's always weeding or or planting or crap that needs to get done so then the weekend i spent another entire weekend doing yard work and i'm so sore and i carried so many things and i did so much fitness that it was definitely a thing I did this week. Heyo. Right on. That's the name of the segment. Yeah. 
do you feel like the yard work is like almost a roadblock for you in terms of keeping you from doing other like other things you would enjoy more other physical activities you would enjoy more I think my other physical activities are a roadblock to doing yard work, actually, because <laughs> I don't, I don't have a lot of time to right. do it, and I yeah. really, it doesn't motivate me. I don't care about it, so um, I'd rather go do pretty much anything else. Um, this weekend was nice, though. It was beautiful out. It's very actually hot, and mm-hmm. I had some plants that needed to get into the ground, so I had some motivation there. But yeah, I. I would rather go to do other things than do yard work. So that's yeah, that the only reason why our yard gets mowed is because um, on the other side, on um, one of our neighbors is actually a lot that belongs to the city. Um, so mm. they mow their lawn fairly regularly, and it makes our yard look terrible. Yes, because <laughs> there's no fence between us and the city's lot. So it's very distinct <laughs> where they stop mowing if we haven't mowed recently. <laughs> I definitely don't think I could live in a fancy place because our yard would never live up to expectations. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess falling into the same thing here, I actually got a notice from the city the other day about my yard not being kept up. Oh, so, no. Um, <laughs> I'm, I hate yard work, too. I can't stand it. I, actually, I, I, I went ahead and paid somebody to take care of it. Yes. Um. And I was smart about it, Birdie. I went to work. I scheduled it while I was while going to work. While you were gone. <laughs> yep. Came back and it was nice and good to go. Awesome. Didn't feel bad at all. Oh, great. That was smart. I love my friend. I enjoyed hanging out with her. And then we had a lot of beers on the patio afterward, which was extra nice. But Fair enough. All right, yeah. fine. You trumped me. You no, trumped me. All well, right. beer was involved. So, yes. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I could have had a beer with that guy. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to. What about you, Sven? Did you do a thing this week? I had a date. You had a Woo. date. Had a couple dates actually. Um, same girl. Right <gasps> a couple um, dates with the same girl. Yeah, she is a bad influence. Uh-oh. She likes Taco Bell. Oh no! We live. In a, we we both work together, so um, oh, that's shit. good. And um, so we both work together, and we're both like, "Hey, let's go take lunch," and she's like, "Cool." And then I'm like, where do you want to go? And she's, you know, we, we argued about that for about an hour. No one knows where they want to go. Um, and so then we were like, all right, Taco Bell. And she was like, I love tacos. And I'm like, that's amazing. Because I do too. You guys live great. in New Mexico and that's the best taco place? I agree with you. What the heck? I mean, they've got <laughs> some like American, Mexican, you what, know, restaurants. What do you think Taco Bell I mean, is? Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't even consider that Mexican at all. In fact, that's super, super Americanized. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a couple restaurants. You know what? That's a good point. But regardless, I guess the goal for me, especially, was also the the no fast food and also the the being more frugal with my you know mm, expenses. Right. Um, that being said, she paid for both dates. Um, what? I didn't. I didn't ask her to. <laughs> I actually offered to pay and all that good stuff. She insisted, so I was like, you know what? That's cool. I dig that. Very feminist of you. She's not trying to. She's not trying to get my massive reserves of money. <laughs> Taco Bell money. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she found out that you're a podcast famous, and she's <laughs> trying to get in there on the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in any case, yeah. So that was the thing I did. Um, she is a. She's into fitness as well. She's um, 
she's actually lost quite a bit of weight from what I can from from what I can gather. Um, she's uh, jujitsu, cool, cool, kung fu. So that's pretty cool. It's a pretty big passion for her. So I figured hopefully our fitness stuff routines and regimes will rub off on each other. Yeah. Uh, does she do MMA fighting at all? Not yet. I don't think so. Um, it is um, it is Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so I mean it's right up that alley. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of MMA fighters started like yeah. that, at least. Right, right. Um, as far as I know, I have no idea. Um, I don't. I, I don't think so. I, I imagine she probably would tell me if she was a cage fighter. Uh, <laughs> be, I mean, that'd be awesome. Pretty I'd love badass. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. Other than that, I have been. Um, Exercising every day. I have been doing the um, at least one mile a day thing uh, ah, with my congrats. bike. Thank you. It's not one mile. I've been doing like five miles a day. So cool. Well, we'll that's pretty. Cool. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. That was a thing I did though. So I wanted to. Right. Bring yeah. Um. I guess for me, the biggest thing that I did was I signed up to do next weekend. Um, ride Cincinnati. I'm going to do, uh, I think it's a 23 mile ride. Um, so uh, uh, the thing I did was to pay money for the opportunity. <laughs> Otherwise, I, like I said earlier, I was kind of struggling this week to, to find the motivation. Um, I was pretty tired. I was going to say though, do you guys um, do you find that you find that you have any specific like exercise roadblocks that come up? Because I know for me in the past, it's always helped if I think about um, like the roadblocks or the excuses that I make. Mm. Um, and then I kind of try to head those off in the past. Like, I mean, Belonging to a gym is is one thing that I've done that helps because, um, like in the past, I would before I belonged to a gym, I would say, well, oh, I'll just I'll just walk every day, um, and that's like a totally reasonable plan and something that you can do that that would be helpful. But then when it came time to do it, uh, you know, no matter what the weather, it was like, oh well, it's too rainy today, it's too cold mm-hmm. today. It's too, it's too hot, hot today. It's too windy today. It's too nice. <laughs> it's too nice to spend my time right. walking when I can do something right. else. So when I realized like that was something that was happening, then joining the gym like that eliminates that excuse, and I can't, you know, like the weather is not is not an issue um, that is going to keep me from exercising. So I don't know. Do you guys do you guys find that you have kind of those kind of excuses or roadblocks that come up for you and are there any that you've you've found like a solution to well i mean i have a stationary bike so i mean i don't actually i don't actually go outside (laughs) um so uh, the the weather i mean honestly i actually feel like more motivated whenever it's actually raining outside i love the rain um to exercise inside I right know. i kind of get like this feeling like i'm trapped so so you might as um, well do something kinda, yeah yeah kind of kind of something like that um I, but no not in particular it's just exercise is the roadblock I think, for me. <laughs> finding something you like to do um yeah no general apathy and laziness mm-hmm. 
it's probably my biggest my biggest um roadblock for for exercise for sure well like when you don't want to do it is there like an excuse that you make to yourself Mm, yeah i'm tired and i work too much or something Mm, it's usually like that or time like i don't have enough time i'm always busy um yeah and um you know I've, i've kind of been talking to you know quite a few people about doing you know challenges with me just so i don't feel like i'm you know all alone doing it right um and almost every single time the excuse is time yeah and so i think that's a huge roadblock i think that Mm -hmm. needs to be uh discussed for sure um two things when it comes to that for me it it's helped me in the past like make a specific time that i'm definitely going to go to the gym or especially like I've found that it helps if I'm going to do a class at the gym mm-hmm. or, you know, um, wherever, because if it's at a scheduled time, then I can't procrastinate on it. Like, you know, if I'm going to go to spinning class and it's at 11 o'clock, then I have to go at 11 o'clock. Whereas right. if I'm just going to go to the gym, sometimes it's easy to be like, oh, well, um, I'll go in an hour and then an hour goes by and it's like, well, I'm I'm still in the middle of doing this other thing, so I'll go in an hour, and like the next thing I know, I'm like, oh well, it's it's really too late to go today. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um. Or like the other thing that I've done in the past that's helped, um, is just to, especially if you can find a gym that's on your way from work to home. Yes. Um. And then you know just just make you know like insist to yourself that you have to stop at the gym on the way home um because yeah lots of times if you if I go home then I have a hard time making myself go out again to exercise um yeah no absolutely and I imagine that probably has has something to do with like your job too um sorry I was, I was just kind of curious as a as, as as an uber driver um it, do you do you avoid going home so you can avoid getting that feeling of not wanting to leave again uh no i mean that what i was just talking about was more when i was i had my office job i haven't been doing the uber for quite so long for very long but um uh it's actually helped for me to find the time because um, I usually take a break in the middle of the day when most people are at work. Um, and so then that's become my time to exercise is, you know, I come home and, and have a snack and then go to the gym. You are the reason that the Y has all the daytime classes that I can't go to. Like it's for people like you who get to go to these wonderful classes. So yes, yeah, my gym actually um it's, it hasn't been open for very long and when they first opened i had several classes during the day and i guess at the at this point most of the members aren't around during the day so mm-hmm. they're, they actually shortly after i joined canceled pretty much all of the classes, Daytime the classes? yeah but so, so birdie let me ask you why why um why is that like exciting why would you rather go to a daytime class than a nighttime class um well first of all i wouldn't have to be at work which is great but um <laughs> No, I, I, I like going to classes and usually my schedule is so busy that I need like the unicorn time for a class to be available so I can go to it. Mm -hmm. So that's been my struggle or issue with, um, 
my my cousin is a trainer at the YMCA here, YWCA, excuse me. And so I would like to go to some of her classes. And she finally just was like, all right, when are you available? I will make a class that you <laughs> can go cool. to. <laughs> yeah. But not not always will I have that luxury. And right. not certainly not everybody has that. So there were just a lot of really cool classes offered during the day. Even at work um, at our university's gym, like mm-hmm. there are great classes offered during the day, but I don't want to go back to my desk all gross and sweaty. Right. Yeah. Um, I really agree with Sarah's point about um, finding somewhere on your way home from work because especially my old gym didn't have a shower. And so I would go to work, pack my stuff to go. My stuff was in the car. It was not a good excuse to not go anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my things. And then stop at the gym on the way home, go home and shower. So I really liked that suggestion. Once I get home, it's over. I'm right. not leaving. I'm not leaving again. So pants Makes are sense. off. Pants are off. I'm home. So I kind of feel bad for even saying this while we're not getting paid sponsored, <laughs> but I just ordered some Blue Apron. I'll let you guys know how it goes. Yay. Okay. Let's, let's move on. I ate. Go. Um, I'm I'm exploring the wide world of fermenting, fermentation, fermenting vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like pickling, oh, yeah. pickling, but not pickling. There's no vinegar involved. Um, you basically take some vegetables and you put salt water on them, and then you put a lit, kind of lid on it, and then you wait, and then they're these delicious like pickled things. I I screwed up one batch. It tastes like a a nail polish remover. Oh, no. I'm not going to eat those. Yeah. But my second batch turned out pretty well. Cool. You know, um, ever since, Birdie, ever since you've been talking about freaking avocado toast, I've been seeing it everywhere. (laughs) So good. Um, And I just saw a recipe. No, I haven't done it yet. I need to. Damn it. I know. I'm going to. Today. Today. I'll I'll even do it today. (laughs) Oh, my. Um, no, but I've been seeing all this stuff online about toast or avocado toast. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, the one thing I did see doesn't have to do with toast, but avocados is that, um, I saw a recipe for pickling avocados. Oh, what? I think I saw that what? too. I'm listening. Yeah. Like you get the avocado and you like slice it into like pickle slices, quarters, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. an avocado. And um, you just, I forgot what the actual recipe was, but it's basically like the same kind of like pickling recipe that you would do for normal pickles. So it was pretty artisanal, in fact. Um, Ooh, I'm into and it. I thought about you guys. <laughs> I'm into Just it. want to try it. Uh, so in Madison, Wisconsin, there is a place that does fried avocado tacos, which seems like something you would enjoy. <laughs> They're quite I love good. Avocados. Oh my goodness. It's called Tex Tubs. <laughs> it's so good. That's not uncommon here in, uh, well, here in New Mexico, especially like in like in the, in the southern region, um, green chili is a really mm-hmm. big deal. They have green chili for everything. Love it. Like um, something I guess was kind of abnormal for most people, which I never thought was abnormal, um, was most of our fast food chains also offer green chili with their with their stuff, mm-hmm. like our our Subway, our oh, McDonald's, really? Really? Burger huh. King. Yeah, um, you can ask for a green chili cheeseburger. You know things like that. They'll actually <gasps> throw a green chili on there. That sounds so delicious. Yeah. It is so good. But yeah, I went That's to, why you uh, eat at so many fast food places, because you have green chili options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the only exactly. 
that's the only reason. See, now I feel justified. <laughs> um, I generally don't get the green chili. I love it, but um, it's always like a dollar extra. And I'm like, mm. Mm, no. Mm. Um, but I always get the avocado at like uh, mm -hmm. sandwich places for sure. That's the thing I ate. Sarah, what, ate, what thing did you eat? I, I ate a lot of crap this week. <laughs> 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 I mean, like I said, the one the one saving grace is that I have managed to avoid fast food um, this week again. So that's that's a positive. But um, otherwise, my my diet was not the healthiest this week. I ate a lot of candy, which is my weakness. Mm. Um, What's your favorite? What was worth yeah, it? Yeah, I was I was gonna ask that. Red vines. <laughs> oh, those are pretty good. Um, there used to be this thing in the world called sour tubes. Oh yeah, and tubes uh -huh. was spelled T O O B Z. So. <laughs> Was I, it like the sour punch straws? Kind of, but they had goop in the middle of mm -hmm. them. Um, mm. And if anybody ever sees them, <laughs> I need them in my life. <laughs> I ate so many of them in college, and then they disappeared mm -hmm. off the face of the planet. They're like sour straws with white goo, and they're so good. Sour so tubes. where did you where did you get those when you when you had those? Like where were you at? Um. Well. I used to go to a lot of leadership conferences because I was a, a nerd in college. So they would get those, I think, from like a Costco or a Sam's Club kind of place and bring in mm -hmm. you know, truckloads of them. I meant like where in the country that oh, we were listening um, to sorry. part of the country. Wisconsin. This was in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Wisconsin. Gotcha. Did I say it that way? Hmm? Did I say no, it that way? No, you didn't. Okay. No, I it's just really I, hard I, I hear to. Wisconsin and I want to say it that way for some reason. <laughs> I can say it in my Wisconsin accent, but because the Wisconsins apparently say it like that. Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Yeah, that the A is a little longer. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, there it is. Since we're talking about eating crap, I do have to say that's the biggest roadblock for me um, that mm. I have not found a solution to. Like earlier, Bertie, you were saying you realize that you're not an emotional eater. I 100% am <laughs> like if I'm stressed or upset like I yeah it's all about <laughs> some food for me um and I I just I mean I've I've been trying to figure it out for years of how to break that habit but I I so far I have not found a successful solution to the emotional eating problem. Hmm. I, I feel like you're not alone in that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I don't have. Yeah, a I don't. I, I don't think there's an answer to to to, to red vines. Red <laughs> vines are the answer. Yeah, like I love red vines. I did. I know, Bertie. You do Weight Watchers, and I did do Weight Watchers mm -hmm. for a while. Um, and I was kind of hoping that. I would get more out of that and I, maybe I need to because right about the end that I stopped going um, was when they like introduced their current program that mm -hmm. um, seemed to focus a little bit more on that stuff. So maybe I need to try Weight Watchers again um, and see. Yeah, the, the bad for you foods are even higher in points because mm -hmm. they take into consideration a lot of protein and so like things that are 
quote good for you are much lower but things right. like red vines are going to skyrocket right because the sugar yeah i guess the problem that i had with weight watchers was that um always before i had used calorie counting and so mm-hmm. um i since i just wasn't used to the whole point system like it didn't mean anything to me like sure. you know if you say 200 calories like that i i have a reference for that in my head but if mm-hmm. you say two points like it doesn't i, I, I guess because i haven't done weight watchers enough like two points or 10 mm-hmm. points like i i don't have any reference for that <laughs> sure yeah that makes sense um I'm a big advocate for one of the programs called Simply Filling, or I think they call it the No Count, and it used to be called Core, mm-hmm. but it's just Whole Foods. It's very kind of similar to Whole30 in mm-hmm. a way, but it's Whole Foods, and then um, when you eat outside of that, that's when you count points mm-hmm. and you have a certain number, but for the most part, like things that are on a particular list, you can eat right. until you're satisfied. Right. I, it feels more normalized to me versus mm-hmm. a diet. Right, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, because I mean, diet can mean can mean anything, really. And I get I get angry at diets. Mm-hmm. I guess the other thing that I've been thinking about doing, um, but for whatever reason, I haven't actually done it. Was oh, th- and that's the thing that I was gonna say um, back when we were talking about exercise and road blocking uh, blocks for exercise and feeling tired after work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I found, like, and I know that this will partially depend on the kind of work that you have, um, but when I was still working in my office job, I would leave work and I'd feel really tired. Um, and I realized that it wasn't, like, that I was so much physically tired as I was mentally tired. And so mm-hmm. I would put on, um, I have uh, one of those meditation apps on my phone. And so, like, as I was driving home, I would put on um, one of the meditation programs from my app and like that would kind of like reset my brain and would help me get over that like tired feeling and I would have I found like I would it would was much easier for me to find the motivation to go to the gym after I had listened to the meditation app so but that's 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 kind of interesting. So I mean, like your meditation app, what did it like play? Like, what would it do? Um, it's the one that I use. There's several different ones, but the one that I use is called Calm, and it's like a, a guided meditation. Um, so they have like an initial like seven day program, um, and then another one that's for thirty days, or you can just do one like kind of on different topics that you want to focus on. Um. But it's really what it comes down to. All of them is a lot about like just like letting go of other things that you're thinking about and just like focusing on your breathing for a, a few minutes. Um, oh, okay. Sounds looking it up right now. <laughs> I am, in fact. Um, yeah, just trying to get an idea of kind of like what you'd be listening to. Yeah. It's essentially like a person like telling you like what to do. Right, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly totally. yeah and like there's they um they have like a couple de- different techniques that the they have like will suggest to you like one like simple thing that you can totally do on your own is just um taking a few minutes and like you know thinking in your head or you can even say out loud like 
one when you breathe in and then two when you breathe out and just, you know, do mm-hmm. that for, you know, a minute even um, so mm. that you're just, you're, it, it helps you like um, kind of let go of all of the other like thoughts in your head and, and just, you know, focus on breathing for a minute. Um, I keep um, uh, like at work to kind of chill, like, chill my nerves or to de-stress. I just listen to ASMR, but then I get like, I, I keep getting turned on and I have to turn it off. <laughs> oh boy. Does it does something for you, huh? God, I don't know. I tried it once before when I was when I was like like like, like a couple years ago. And I guess it gave me the tingles. Uh, not not the not pleasure tingles, just weird tingles. Uh, yeah, I get t- it doesn't do anything. I get tingles, but I don't like it. I don't like the way that it feels. So <laughs> so yeah. funny. It never was talked about before, like, what, four years ago or so? Yeah, yeah like, something like that. So many people I listened to talk about it, and I just, I got, I got nothing. I wish. Well, I mean, Bernie, you're, you're a counselor, so I mean, obviously <laughs> you use ASMR for a lot of your people, right? No. Cases? No, I work, no? I work in financial aid, so I think if I, if I ASMR'd folks, it would be very <laughs> extra weird, but still no. I think. I think that's even more necessary, especially for financial aid. <laughs> um, so but I was going to say before, what reminded me of what I was going to say um, <laughs> is... <laughs> Sorry, ASMR got, yeah. a, got us off topic. I apologize. Um, what <laughs> reminded me of that was the, the other thing I'd been thinking about trying is then applying that to food. And I was thinking about um, maybe making myself do just a minute or two of meditation before mm. I eat it before each meal or like anytime I'm going to eat. So I guess maybe I should make that a challenge for myself this week and see if that makes any difference. Yeah. You know, try that out and then let me know how that goes. I'd like to see about, cause I downloaded the app on my phone. Yeah. Well, that's not too pricey. Oh no. I see. It's the yearly. Yeah. Yeah. A little pricey. <laughs> Not bad though. I mean, especially if it helps you do. Oh God, they have some really cute backgrounds. You guys see the fire yeah. one? That is so nice. Oh, that is nice. Um, and yeah. they have. They recently started a thing too, where um, they it's called Sleep Stories. Um, and it's like somebody basically reading a story to help you go to sleep. Um, so I listen to that sometimes, and that's helpful too. Um, like especially if you're the kind of person that likes to listen to something to go to sleep, because they're they're that right level of like interesting enough to keep your attention but not so interesting that it keeps you awake because <laughs> sometimes I want to put a podcast on to go to sleep and then I'll get really into whatever they're talking about and end up staying awake to listen to the podcast same, same. there's some podcast god I'm not going to remember what it is now that is a podcast to help you go to sleep this dude like talks forever about boring shit I think it's called then... sleep with me Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Sleep with me. No, I thought it was the No Sleep podcast. I listen the, to that one. And go to sleep. The, the one I'm thinking of is definitely Sleep with Me. He talks about the most boring things for like two hours, and there's no way you can pay attention that long. I fall asleep immediately. That is fantastic. It's no, the No Sleep podcast. <laughs> the one I'm talking about, by the way, is a horror story podcast. If you guys aren't familiar. Oh, oh, oh. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, No Sleep. Yeah. That's very different. Very different. Yeah, I uh, those ones are some of them are legitimately uh, they won't put you to sleep though. So, anyways, yeah, sorry. Uh, sleep with me is that is, is that the pod- I'm gonna look it up. 
It's it's oh. good if you have problems going to sleep at night. Yeah. Sleep with me. That's not a good term to Google. Just in iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Google Play. Nobody talks about Google Play enough. That's because I don't have an Android. Right? That's I for an Android phones. Yeah. Well, no, you can. Well, no, you can't do the podcast app on. You can. So it's in Google Play Music if you download that app. What you can do on the Apple, um, on, mm-hmm. on any Apple device. Um, but the podcast portion of it does not work. Obviously, they want you to use iTunes yeah. for the podcasting stuff. But if you are on an Android, um, it's kind of a newer feature, which is why I'm saying it out loud right now. Um, but they do have podcasts on Google Play. You don't have to buy a subscription uh, to get to the podcasts. And our podcast is on it. So feel free. Woohoo! Cool. And, and just so you guys know, the Sleep With Me podcast is on Google Play. Yay. I, I didn't talk about the thing I ate. Oh, oh what, did you, what did you eat, Sam? Crap. Like I said, <laughs> fast food mostly. It was awful. <laughs> So we did talk about it. We just didn't know we were talking about it. Did we talk about it? We talked about you eating tacos. I guess we kind of talked about what your roadblock is, too, is the the motivating to to do the the work of being able to eat at home, the grocery shopping. So, yeah, I guess you'll have to report back, too, on how the Blue Apron works out for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to try it out and see how it is. I'm going to subsist purely on on Blue Apron and see how that works. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It, it, well, hold on. Let me. I'm going to talk to you guys about what my meal plan is. So, oh my goodness, it's going to be roast beef, farro salad, Ooh, and like then cr- crispy chicken tenders, and then the third meal is smoked trout and asparagus salad. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Okay, I don't want to talk about it anymore unless we get paid. <laughs> pay us. Really good, though. I'm excited. Cool. <laughs> all right. Are you all ready for the, the challenge zone? All right. So, challenge zone. Challenge zone. Challenge zone. Let's roll. Last week's challenge was one that I issued, mm-hmm. and it was to do at least one mile of, of exercise of some kind. Uh, every day for the week. How did it go for everybody? I'm going to say 50-50. Monday was Memorial Day. I got mm-hmm. zero exercise on Memorial Day. Um, mostly because I was just being very lazy. And then also I had a picnic for most of the day. Um, mm-hmm. But Mon- uh, Tuesday I had um, pulled class. But then on Wednesday, mm-hmm. starting on Wednesday, my bus pass stopped working. For the, oh, no. well, it's 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 kind of a oh, planned outage while I'm waiting for the new one to come. But mm-hmm. so I park about a mile away from my office and then walk mm-hmm. the remainder of the way. So through sheer circumstance, <laughs> <laughs> I was able to make the challenge for about fifty percent of the time. Cool. <laughs> well, I um yeah, so <clears throat> I walk two miles at work every day. Um, I walk one lap around our mm-hmm. complex area um, twice a day during our breaks and that's a mile each so that's where I got it but I wanted to push myself a little further than that because I've been doing that for months already and I wanted to go home and use my stationary bike 
and it did. Woohoo! And it's uh, so I did that. I did I did thirty minutes. That's incredible. That. Nice. Yeah, um, I didn't do it on Monday because I was mm. still sick. Mm, yeah, right. But I I did do it the rest of the week. Right on. And it is a trend I plan on continuing. Cool. Sarah, what about you? <laughs> you know what? Even though it was my challenge, oh, no. <laughs> I totally fell apart. Uh, I I made it most of the week, and then Thursday, I just I didn't. It didn't happen, and then Friday it didn't happen, <laughs> and then together <laughs> you and I, I did like, the whole week. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, I mean, honestly, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. life. That's the way it's going to be yeah. sometimes. And I think, I think it's important that people know that. Um, but I also think it's important that people know that even though, you know, we may uh, have our failures at times and our roadblocks at times, um, we're still going to continue to push ourselves every right. single day. Right. Yeah. 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 It's definitely important not to let the fact that you, you messed up one day to, uh, become an excuse to just keep keep doing up. the unhealthy habit. And it's it's easy to fall into that too. It really is, you know. I mean, there's I mean there is a part of me, you know, at, 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 at times where I'm just like, what did I get myself into with this podcast? <laughs> I have too much obligations to prove to people now. And uh, but then at the same time, I'm like, at the same time, it's like you know, this is good. You know, I really need to I really need to stick with it. I really need to do what I need to do. You know, and it's it's tough, but uh, you know, it's it's inspirational. I would say uh, coming back and talking to you guys every week, and then talking to you know uh, our microphones, <laughs> letting the microphones know how we did, right? Um, and our audience, of course, um, is what I meant yeah. by the microphones. But um, you know, so that's that's a huge motivation for me, and it's definitely helpful. Have somebody so. be accountable too. That is really important. Right, yeah. Yeah. I haven't actually like filled out I, I did notice and again on the on the real side of things, I don't tend to fill out our food tracker when I'm not it. eating right. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, super super easy to do. Yeah, I need to get back on that. I'm gonna start doing it again tomorrow. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I found I'm the same also with weighing myself. Like if I'm actually doing the things I know I need to do, then I will weigh myself every day and I find mm-hmm. it motivational. I know for some people that's a stressful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like if I'm, I know I'm on track to doing the things I'm supposed to be doing, then I, I find it helpful to weigh myself every day. And when I stop weighing mm-hmm. myself, I know that's, that's I because know. I, I, I know I'm not doing what I need you to be doing. You don't want to see that number. Right. I'm terrified to see that number. Right. I'm the same way. I haven't checked my weight in a couple months, and I don't want to, and I need to. Because, I mean, it is a good tool to be able to know, you know, as well. You shouldn't base mm-hmm. everything on it. Um, there was a picture that I saw that I thought was a really, really good picture. Um, it really kind of made a lot of sense. I need to find it so we can post it on our Facebook group. But um, it was this girl who had um, weighed... I'm just going to throw a number out there. She weighed 160 pounds and, uh, you know, and she was just kind of, you know, she was a little chubby, you know, nothing really, whatever. And then she went and worked out and did a bunch of workouts and then she weighed herself again and she was the mm-hmm. same weight, but it was muscle this right, time. Yeah. And it was, you know, so it just goes to show, you know, that 
even though you're, you know, you're, you're getting fit and you're working out and you're doing these good things, muscle weighs more than fat. And so you're, you know, you may not be seeing that number may not make as big of uh, a difference as, as, as a lot of people put into it. Is, is, right. Is, is what yeah. Saying. It's definitely not the only thing to, to judge your progress by. Um, but at the same time, it is sometimes nice to have like a concrete thing, you know, that's, mm-hmm. It's not an opinion, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah, oh, something sure. to actually look at and, and be able to tell whether or not you're making progress <laughs> the way right. that you want to. One thing I need to point out because uh, of pedantry as well as correctness, um, muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. Muscle takes up less space than fat. So it's denser. And if you have more muscle, you'll just take up less space. So some one thing you... Oh, that's okay. I'm I just, sorry. I'm sorry, Bertie. I thought that you were... Um, I didn't realize you were a doctor. Um, I have I been in a weight world for a long time. <laughs> and yeah. um, But one thing you can do to, that goes with that is take your measurements versus um, weighing yourself. So sometimes it's nice to see that number go down... As, or if you're trying to build like right. arm muscle, the number go up if you're trying to build more muscle there. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I know a lot of doctors now, too, are recommending, rather than being concerned about your BMI, mm-hmm. um, that uh, a better measurement of health is um, your waist measurement. Oh. Um, so, um, and that's one, you know, along with what you were saying about taking measurements to... Uh, that's a, a good way to check yourself, you know, weekly or monthly and whether or not you're making progress. Because like Sun was saying, um, there are times where you might not be seeing much difference in the scale, right. but um, your body is changing in a positive way. Exactly. Perfect. Well, so Birdie, do you have a challenge for us this I week? I do have a challenge for you. Um, it's not directly weighted, uh, related to uh, exercise or eating necessarily, but my challenge to you is to eliminate as much as possible single-use plastics. And I'm going to give you four examples, three examples of single-use plastics to focus on. Um, plastic bags, uh, lids for drinks, so like soda at the Taco Bell or um, like coffee drinks, um, and straws. All straws. Those are three super easy, uh, sorry, somewhat easy single-use plastics (laughs) to get rid of for a week. Right on. Well, how am I supposed to cover my soda then? You don't need a cover. Or bring your own glass. Wait, to like Subway? Yeah. You totally can do that. I bring a jar with me all over. Um, So I have a mason jar with uh, both a regular lid and a sippy kind of lid so I can drink from it without spilling it all over myself and then I also have like a a sweatband for your wrist that I put around it to if something's very cold or something's very hot then I can still hold on to it and it's 16 ounces and I fill it up everywhere and it works out really well I think Delilah has like a sippy cup like that I'm just gonna steal (laughs) hers yeah as long as you know how many ounces it it fits you can order that size at at the place um, I have a cup that I got actually at Starbucks too. Um, yes. That um, yeah, it's it's a it's inex- they're inexpensive. I think they're like three or four dollars. Um, but they mm-hmm. look exactly like a, a Starbucks cup, but they're made of of plastic, um, and to be reusable. 
and yep. um, I I've had I had one that I used for like three or four years, and then Never. it 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 actually got lost, <laughs> so yeah. I I had to get a new one. But um, yeah, it's I it's also good for it fits in my um, cup holder, and um, so I use that's what I drink my coffee out of every single day. Um, and I have can, that too. It's yeah. amazing. So are plastic forks and spoons and silverware and whatnot, are they part of this as well? I would say that would be an added challenge, but the three items that I am saying for sure are the plastic bag, the lids for cups, and straws. But plastic silverware is also an easy fix if you just bring a spoon and a fork with you. Oh, but then you're going to wash it. Ugh. More work. You know, I don't... I have a, a unit... Uh, like an all-in-one, so the fork has like a little serrated edge for a, as a knife, and then the other side as a spoon. I never wash it. I just lick it off and put it back in my purse. It's fine. <laughs> I really don't. I uh, along those same don't lines use that. when I was gotcha. <laughs> along those same lines when I still had my office job. Like I just I just brought like a knife, a, a fork, and a spoon to work with me. That I just kept in my, a desk drawer. Um, mm-hmm. so I washed and or licked them yes. <laughs> after every meal. You didn't always wash it, did you, Sarah? Not always. <laughs> no, I, 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 admit, I maybe didn't always. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like if you, yeah, if you. I've got, I've, I've got that too. Yeah. Desk. So. I don't wash it either. Um, ha. so I'll just, uh, <clears throat> you know what? Instead of instead of or like eating things that require a fork or a spoon, I'll just do handheld things like pop tarts and Texas cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Boom! Sure. You really if got you re- her there, son. You got me good. <laughs> yes. Um, if you really wanted to challenge yourself, I would also include bottles, like water bottles or soda bottles, in that. But I. What if you reuse them? Can I reuse them? It depends on how much you want to challenge yourself, Sven. This is it's going beyond my challenge. This is your personal <laughs> challenge. I'm gonna do it. All right. I want to be. I want to be plastic friendly. Yeah. Or oh, not no. friendly, depending <laughs> on how you look at it. <laughs> There's enough plastic in the world. If, if us, if we don't use it, they're not gonna hurt too badly. But I'll feel better. What if it's biodegradable plastic? How, how much do you want me to get into it? No plastic is biodegradable. <laughs> it's only photodegradable, so it never actually goes away. Compostable uh, items that you might get, I would say that those are, in a pinch, would be acceptable in this challenge, as long as you actually compost it. I don't have a compost. How's that so for an good, answer? That's, that's a good answer. <laughs> All right. And um, kind of the reason why I'm kind of grilling you a little bit and getting more interested in you is just in case our audience also wants to try it, we can get a little bit more uh, detail so they can understand it a little bit better. Yes. And I will talk about it forever. So. Yeah, you did talk about how much you want to know. (laughs) You you did talk about a couple episodes ago. You talked about like, you don't like making like anything that that, that, like uses waste or or makes waste. Yeah. I try very hard not to use plastics Mm -hmm. at all, but sometimes you can't avoid it. Um, So I don't buy a lot of packaged foods. Um, I think tofu is probably the biggest thing that I, I can't seem to find without plastic yeah. where I live. Um, in San Francisco, there's this amazing magical store that has it in bulk that you can mm-hmm. purchase, but um, I haven't found it anywhere else. So this is going to be a dumb question, and I'm sure most of our audience hopefully should know the answer to this, but why am I not using plastic? 
Um, well, like I said, it never biodegrades. So once a piece of plastic is created, it's in the world forever and ever and ever. So it might photodegrade, but that turns it into tiny um, microscopic pieces that then get into our water systems that fish eat. And then we eat the mm -hmm. fish and then it just goes through us and like so on and so on. So um, the oceans and waterways and sides of roads are filled with plastic waste that doesn't need to exist if, uh, if you're careful about what you're consuming. I've actually, I've actually heard that the, and again, this is, you know, this is just speculation or I guess just something I saw or heard on TV or the internet, but I was uh, told that the composition of our oceans mm -hmm. are like permanently changed because of yeah. plastic. There's a lot of really scary documentaries accurate but scary documentaries out there that you can watch on on your favorite streaming service that will scare you into <laughs> my camp i think <laughs> well and you know it should because you know i mean this is our planet you know, this is our one that we got until we can figure right. out how to fund nasa more um <laughs> no but i mean like this is our one planet and you know uh we should already be doing i don't want to be on a soapbox for too long i apologize but yeah i mean we really should be kind of worrying about this kind of stuff it shouldn't have to be until the composition of the water is completely changed right to figure right. this stuff out good workarounds are to use um cans like metal cans or soda cans and and or glass and those things are actually recyclable mm -hmm. um plastic recycle recycling does exist uh I don't remember the percentage, but it's like 20% of all plastics are actually recycled. And then they're only recycled into lower grade plastics. So metal and glass and can be recycled into new metal and glass, but not plastic. Huh, fair enough. Well, there you go, folks. There's my soapbox, everybody. No plastic at all. Stop using plastic, period. Well, well it's, it's very, very, very difficult to do that, but... Well, I mean, you're, doing your best, your car, your computer, your phone. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, the single use plastics, I think that's a great idea. And that is a challenge I will accept. Me too. Sarah. I'm, I am Yay. on board. Whoop, whoop. I don't think I've ever not used plastic bags at like grocery stores. So this is going to be a challenge for me. You can bring your own or use paper. They don't offer paper. Or or don't use any. I don't. I often don't use any. So you just tell them to put it in your cart. And call it good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then I throw it in the back. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that lots Yum. of times if I'm if I'm just getting like one or two things. Like if I can just hold it in my hand. I'm like, I don't need a bag. I got it. You mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. both don't have children. <laughs> That's what this tells me. <laughs> that is accurate. So. Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, I will definitely do my best. I've got some, I think, shopping bags here that are not plastic that I can just take with me. I'll do that. You can also take the plastic bags you already have with you and reuse them if you if you love plastic. Yeah, that's that's something that uh, is different in Europe than here in the U.S. Is that mm. um, in Europe most places charge you for the plastic bag, um, so then people just automatically reuse those bags because it's something that they've paid money for. Um, Minneapolis just passed a ordinance yeah. for that. So Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right. Well, that sounds like a great challenge, Birdie, and I'm excited to give it a shot. Um, so you guys ready to call a friend? 
I think we got a good friend. I think we got a good friend to talk to this week. Jacob Nelson. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. A little tired, but I mean, that's true every day. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, tell us a, um, a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Where, where you're from and how you got into, you know, fitness and what you're wanting to do and all that good stuff. All right. Um, well, I am uh, originally from uh, Seattle, but I grew up kind of in the um, Northern California, Sacramento Valley area. And um, I have been a little lazy, uh, only very recently, sort of, sort of a chubby fellow, um, but basically forever, you know. Um, oh sure, and, sure. Uh, kind of um, at some point, like I realized that I was transgender, and so that sort of like like kicked things into gear, I guess. Like, they kind of went from being, like, aggressively apathetic to being like, oh, maybe I do actually care about how I look, and this is not, me not caring is not a default position. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and, and do you attribute, um, you know, wanting to get into fitness and, you know, caring about how you look to to uh, being transgendered? A little bit, yeah, because it's, it's one of the, like, there's very few ways that you can sort of change your body shape. And this happens. This happens to really be like the only one, right? Just that kind of just cost working like out. A lot of money. Yeah. So. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Fair enough. I can see too. Like if before you didn't identify with being like a fit female, like that was a goal that you were probably interested in working towards. You know, not like really, you know, no. having a bikini body when you don't want to have a bikini body is not super yeah, interesting. <laughs> But once you realize like what you want your body to look like, it's easier to a lot easier yeah. to work directly towards it. Yeah, that's a really interesting um, point and... to to come up with that to have like the ultimate end goal or to figure out what you want, and then being able to help yourself to get there. But first, having yeah. to figure out what that is is important. Very, very much so. Yeah, if you're not. If you don't either, like, enjoy doing an activity or have, like, like a concrete thing that you want that is actually achievable and not also, like, really bad for your mental health is uh, very helpful, I think. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you said kind of recently you've been kind of feeling a little bit lazy and kind of maybe uh, not working out so much. Yeah. Um, part of it is um, just that I've also been going to school and working full time. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just I'm just very tired, and when I I'll get like really hyped up about wanting to like go for a walk or a bike ride or something like after work, but then I'll get home and it's like nine, and I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have all that motivation when you're doing something you don't really want to be doing. Yeah. And then when you are finally doing something you want to do, you don't want to do anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. Um, and then uh, this this last week I was helping my brother moved in, so I got like some. That, some of that kind of exercise, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Lifting stuff, some, moving some good, stuff. Some good furniture, moving and cleaning exercise. Some some practical applications. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lots of times that kind of thing, too, could kind of, like, help kickstart you because you realize, oh, yep. <laughs> this, is, this is a useful thing to be able to do and I'm really struggling with it. Like, maybe yeah. I do need to start getting back to the gym or whatever. <laughs> 
Yeah, every now and then, mom or, or my brother will have to come over and like help me move like a like a filing cabinet or something that's not really even that heavy. You right. know? <laughs> it's like no, I had it, I had it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well i mean um since this episode's kind of all about roadblocks what do you think you know some roadblocks uh you know would be for you in terms of trying to get to your goals and where you want to get to in fitness um well so for me there's kind of two major ones and one of them is internal and the other one is external and the internal one is i do that thing where um where like okay so um i'm gonna give an example because i can't think of the concrete words for it like one sure. of the things that I'm working up to doing is adventure cycling, and part of the process of that is like occasionally I'll go on like a ten mile bike ride. But also the other part is I have to like fix my bike to get it into gear. So a lot of times what happens is like instead of going on a bike ride, I'll like spend two hours looking at bike parts, and then my <laughs> brain goes, "Okay, you did it, right? Yeah." And so, <laughs> and so okay. now I don't have to go on a bike ride anymore. Because I looked at bike parts for two hours. Basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so so then, it has bikes involved, right? so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, like this counts. We kind of talked about that um, last week totally. on our, in, in our goal-setting episode. We were talking about um, how talking about your, your goal, sometimes it can mentally take the place of actually working towards your goal. And so... Uh, you know, even though it's it can be helpful to to share your goals with other people, um, if you're spending a lot of time talking with other people about your goal, um, it can end up kind of backfiring, and and yeah. you know, you you get that that mental like satisfaction of like, oh well, I did something towards my goal, but really you <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Yeah. It's like buying and the workout. Exactly zero things. It's like buying the workout gear yeah. and not actually yeah. doing the workout. Right. <laughs> right, right. Cuz it'll it'll happen eventually. You have the gear now, so you're good right. to go. Yeah. I have, it's in my house. I can uh, see it. I have the clothes. <laughs> now I should fit yeah. in them. Exactly. So <laughs> You, you said internal as well as external. So so what would be like like an external example for you? Um the 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 most recent really big kind of external one that happened was I had a, um, uh, on my campus, we have, um, like a class that basically just gives you access to the on-campus gym. Oh, right. Okay. And, and it's pass fail. And it's like, as long as you're in the gym, a X number of hours a month. And it's something crazy low for the half credit I was taking, like 15 hours or something for like the whole, okay. like, you know, 16 weeks. Nice. Um, and I, I, a super did not pass that class because of the way that my schedule was. I had to go all. I had to go all the way home to take a shower. I had to take a shower before I went to class because, like, the only time mm. I could go into the gym was right before class. Right. Does your school and not have was... individual showers? We don't. Is the thing. Oh, <sighs> And like. And like I brought it up, I had to, it was a whole thing. I had to go meet with the dean of the kinesiology department and I have to go still make an appointment to talk to someone else on campus, the um, the equity officer, I think, yeah. and be like, hey, I know that you're building new buildings. Please fix this. This it wouldn't only be beneficial to me. Right. Right. Yeah. God, they're just so crazy outdated. And I like know for a fact that one of those buildings is not that old. So it's sure. it's the kind of the shower situation where it's just like one big open room. 
Yeah. Oh, that's awkward for that's everyone. It's yeah, I was going to say, just kind of regardless of your situation, I think that's just uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not comfortable in something like yeah, that for like sure. I don't, I don't know anybody who's okay. Who's okay with that? I don't know anybody who even did that in high school. Like by the time I went to high school, we weren't. We had those showers, but we did not use them. Uh, yeah, like it wasn't the thing that we did. Right. Right. Yeah, like I don't same. know that anyone's even habituated to it anymore. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. kind of they, they just need to update it for sure yeah i'm like just put like some stalls in there just get like some shitty stalls and put them <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem like it should be that hard yeah oh. we just get like those bathroom stalls you know that you can just screw in the wall right yeah like, come on oh, jacob i'm that's just like one of a gajillion examples of how this world sucks and it's not set up yeah. for all types of folks anything right it's not set up for anything yeah yeah <laughs> But, I mean, good for you for advocating for yourself, because I, I can see how that would be intimidating, and it would be easy to just be like, oh, well, I, I just, I'm just not going to say anything, like. Yeah. Or, I'm just not going to work out or, you know, do anything like that at school. Like, you're still, you're still trying to push past it and still trying to do what you got to do, yeah. you know, and that's, that's good, you know. But that, I can definitely see how that would be. You know, a bit of a roadblock. I mean, it certainly would mm. be for me, you know, especially yeah. if, you know, it's just an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, you it's know, one thing and... to be crazy uncomfortable. It's another thing that, like, I don't, I just don't know these people, right. you know. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. So. Certainly. Oh, certainly. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm fighting the urge to try to solve this problem because <laughs> <laughs> I work at a college. So, like, I, I totally, un- I feel what you are like, the frustration that you're feeling with that and, like, working with students who continually have to make these types of arguments because no uh, cisgendered person had ever occurred to them that this might be an issue for anybody. Yeah. And, like, sorry, I get really um, I get really amped up. And I... Uh, <laughs> sorry sorry sure, to, sure. that this it's is happening. It's time to fight now. Yeah, yeah Bernie's going to start a re- letter-writing campaign on your behalf. I wonder what our situation is. Yeah. has got the inside track. Yeah, I mean, I work in financial aid now, but um, I used to work in residence life and fight for like co-ed housing and gender-neutral bathrooms and things like that, which was uh, sc- scratching the surface of issues. But Yeah, it's sure. a good start because it's nice to just be able to go to a bathroom. Right, yeah. Yes, and, and, and lately in the news, and especially in our, in, you know, in, in the United States, it's been a pretty big, you know, hot button topic for you know a lot of media out there. You know, the the gender neutral bathrooms, and so I feel like this is this is it's 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 heading in the right direction. Yeah, I definitely think. You know, we definitely need to be talking about it. It needs to be out there. You know, and so you know, people people like you, you know, going out there and you letting them know that's good. You can't let them stop your goals. Yeah. Are there other um, people that uh, you're aware of that are transgender on your campus? I reached out right before I went to go see the dean to um, a local group. I'm in, I'm in like a, I don't participate in a lot, but I am in like a, like a Facebook group full of just trans men in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I reached out to them and I know for sure that there's one person who is like explicitly putting off um, some of their general education because of this issue yeah yeah that's a very that's a very serious issue so yeah i mean yeah definitely especially when all of the rest of the stuff you need to do is so 
like relatively simple and basic, like it would be ridiculous for somebody to not be able to complete their education because of, of something as simple as not having a stall to be able to take a shower in safely. Right. Or like to go to the bathroom safely. Like that's ridiculous. That but that exists. Right. I do think not having a shower or feeling comfortable showering is a roadblock that lots of folks um, do deal with. And I, I wonder if there's some some solutions that we can can help with. Yeah. Um, I know mm. I know on my specific campus, everyone I spoke to was like very helpful and nice and like did, you know, they only could do like maybe two whole things. But like, you know, they were reasonable, like, um. They acknowledged it was an actual legitimate concern. Did, yeah, like I brought it up and the way I framed it was like, I, I, I'm not like this is causing an attendance issue for me. And I told them what happened and they were like, well, and I think two of the coaches were there um, when I came in to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And the solution that they came up with that I still did not like, but um, just because I really hate talking to people. Mm. Um, was that I could use the uh, faculty shower, which is in like a separate room and it do- and then it's in like a separate part of that separate room and then it does still have like a shower curtain. Mm-hmm. So like that and there's never anybody in there. So that for someone who is more comfortable like going up to a desk and saying, hey, I need to use this shower. Yeah. It yeah. would have been perfect and totally reasonable. But like I'm just I hate. I just want to, like, sneak into the gym and then sneak back out, you know? Right, I can understand. Oh, for sure. Like, basically, they're putting you in the position of, like, every time you wanted to use the gym, the shower at the gym, saying, like, hey, look at me, I'm different. I need the yeah. special accommodation, so, like, please and, help me with it. Yeah, and it would be one thing if it was, like, definitely going to be one of those two coaches every time I was in there, but there's, like, 20 instructors who man the desk right. in this gym. And I don't know all of them, and I don't want to out myself to literally everyone. Right. right. Every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's tiring. Yeah. No. It- which is which is kind of what that forces you to do to yeah. an extent. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's frustrating. So, yeah, I definitely want to encourage you to keep, you know, ad- fighting and addressing the issue uh, to try and get it a, a better resolution. I mean, it's it's nice that they at least heard your concerns and and offered something but i mean i think we all agree there's a there has to be a better solution for everyone not just you um so if there's anything that that we can do or our listeners can do to help support you in in trying to get a change on your campus let us know yeah oh definitely i feel like like the best thing would just be to like yell at your own individual campuses Mm -hmm. because this feels like the kind of thing that like if it starts being more uniform than it than it be, like becomes something that you have to do when you renovate, you know? Right. Yeah. And and yeah. colleges often, uh, like I know I work in the Big Ten, so like the Big Ten directors of every office get together and they talk about issues that are facing their students at their individual campuses, and then talking about how it might relate to their campus as well. So. Um, I imagine that something like that exists where you are too, Jacob. So continuing to bring these types of things up to your administrators is really important for you and for all that will advocate for you. Not so it's not just you alone trying to deal with this on your own. Sorry. I get really excited. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, that's good. That's something that we definitely need. Well, Bertie, we're going to leave this up to you then. You're going to be the one to uh, rally all the college people. I'm out of college, and I'm not, you know, and I don't go to college anymore, so I don't have those those connections like you do, Bertie. <laughs> so many. <laughs> you know, those these roadblocks can can be you know uh, straight stoppers for anybody. Yeah. You know, and you've you know continue to do it you know, in whatever situation that you can, and you're trying to make it easier and better for people that may be in that situation for, you know, the long run. And that I think is what's going to be, um, you know, the most helpful thing for, for everybody around, including yourself, you know, is, is making sure that this roadblock doesn't block anybody else in the future. I've come up to this roadblock and I have a sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the way to think about it. Exactly. Well, you, you know, and Jacob, I'll be, I'll be frank with you. You know, um, that's your, that's, that's a big inspiration for, for me. You know, I'm not the type of person to want to confront, you know, um, anybody for situations like this at times. And I know that it needs to happen. So, I mean, you're going further than I would probably go in those situations. So that's a big inspiration for me too. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, do you have a plan for, like the fall semester of, of what you're going to do other than, um, you know, following up with the Dean internet activity. Not really? It's, it's mostly, it's mostly going to be following up with the equity officer and probably mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is, um, I'm thinking at this point I might get a membership at the gym that mom has and just start making her go. And there you go. More often. Yeah. Um, because we work out pretty decently together and we'll, for the most part, we'll like, I only really, really want to work out at the gym if I'm also making mom work out at the gym. Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's somebody else's roadblock. That's a really good tip. That you're getting past. Yeah. I I like to... I like to um, make other people do things. Yes, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Find a buddy, make somebody else do it so you don't feel so bad about doing it yourself. Yeah. Right. And then you got like a built-in like safety net too. Like just if anyone tries to talk to you, you can just be like, no, I'm talking to this person. (laughs) Exactly. And they can kind of, you know, hold you responsible maybe a little bit too if you're not like, if you're not wanting to go one day or something maybe. And they they are kind of like your motivation to want to go, you know, and and continue. So that's that's definitely a good thing too. Another thing that it really does, I've noticed, is it makes trying to figure out new equipment a lot less awkward. Because when you're doing it by yourself, it's like, please don't look at me or try to help me. I'll figure it out. But, <laughs> but when you have a friend there, you can like talk it out. And then like right. no one will feel like they have to come up to you to help because you already yep. have someone there. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I totally know what you mean. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm, I, I, I don't like looking like an idiot with, with, with some of that gym equipment. Um I mean, I do all the time anyways, but, <laughs> well. um, but yeah, having somebody else <laughs> to be there with you, looking like an idiot with you would be any, you know, like the ultimate thing there. I think, is there anything else anyone wants to add? No, I just, I think we're going to check in with you in a few weeks, Jacob, and see how things are going. And this could be an additional inspiration for you to at least break through your bike, uh, roadblock and actually, do Go some writing between, yeah. yeah, between them. <laughs> yeah, like it would be awesome to hear. Uh, what What's the longest ride that you've done up to um, now? What, like eleven miles, I think, probably. Uh, okay, so when we talk to you next time, we're gonna want to hear a, a higher number than eleven, at least uh, twelve. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to go down all the way to Midtown instead of stopping at my house. <laughs> go exploring. <laughs> 
literally literal yeah. roadblocks when you're biking in the form sometimes well, of or other you know if it's a literal roadblock you might want to stop just because it might be dangerous but <laughs> you know or you know what if you're feeling adventurous go for it just go past those roadblocks you know do what you got to do just don't get hurt <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds I'll good i'll do my darndest all right well that was uh Jacob Nelson, again, thank you for coming on our show. I did a thing. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Jacob. Go do your things. Thank you for having me. Good friend. And that's in the thick and thin. And I know it's never gonna end. That was a great conversation. I'm so glad we had that person on our on our podcast. Yeah, I'm glad we had Jacob on too. It was really great to talk to him about some things that we probably uh, take for granted but are issues that uh, impact a lot of people and are important to think about yeah absolutely i mean and you know that's why we have our guests you know we love to get this kind of diversity in here it's awesome if you enjoyed our show you should totally read us and subscribe on itunes or your favorite podcatcher and you can find us at i did a thing uh, follow us on Facebook at I Did a Thing Podcasts. Just search for that, and we're on Twitter at I Did a Thing Pod. And if you have any other questions or comments, or you just want to say hi, please email us at I Did a Thing Pod at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. I did a thing. We've been Sarah Benson, Birdie, and I'm Sven Sears. Now go do a thing. Go do a thing. Go Woo-hoo. do it.